Welcome to the Shalhaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. This morning we are going to be finishing our series Attracting uh, Abundance. This morning I would expect that there are many people that are here today believing God for breakthrough. Breakthrough maybe in your own personal walk, uh, breakthrough in your family, uh, breakthrough in your business, whatever area it might be. There would be many people that are seeking God for breakthrough. And the last week, we uh, shared a principle for breakthrough. Uh, and the, over the last number of weeks, we've been looking at principles out of the Word of God to apply ourselves, to position ourselves, to attract more of the blessing of God. And to qualify again, when we've talked about more of the blessing of God, we're not talking about financial or material things. We're talking about more of God in every area of our lives. I mean, just wanted to share that as a little disclaimer. And last Sunday, we looked at uh, the principle of being planted in the house of God. And uh, we really felt challenged by God about the fact that God has called us not just to attend a local church, but to be planted in the local church and use our gifts and our talents and our skills and our resources and all that God has blessed us with to build. Amen. And that's the principle that we looked last week. And I hope that that really challenged many of us and I really encourage you with that again. If you're not planted in a local church, you need to get planted. If you're not planted in a local church, if you're not committed to a local house, wherever it might be, I encourage you with all my heart, you need to do it, amen. If you want all that God has for you, then you need to be committed to and planted in a local church. Those that are planted in the house of God shall flourish, amen. That was the scripture we looked at, Psalm chapter 92, I believe it was. So this morning, uh, the, the title of my message is called Matters of the Heart. Matters of the heart. That's what we want to talk about this morning. Look at a principle out of the Word of God this morning. Uh, but the truth is today there's a lot of talk about the importance of looking after our hearts, the importance of exercise, uh, keeping our cholesterol low, staying away from junk food, stuff like that. A lot of talk about the importance of managing our stress levels all in order to keep our hearts healthy. Uh, and, and the truth is this morning we need to look after our hearts, our hearts are an amazing gift. I wanted to share just a few statistics with you this morning, or a few facts, I should say, about your heart, because you need to look after your heart today. You need to look after your heart today. But some, some facts about the heart, listen to this this morning. It says the average adult heart beats 72 times a minute, 100,000 times a day, uh, 3.6 million times a year, and 2.5 billion times during a lifetime. That's how many times your heart, the average heart, will beat through a lifetime. 2.5 billion times. Wow. Though weighing only 11 ounces on average, a healthy heart pumps 7,500 liters of blood through the 60,000 miles of blood vessels each day. Isn't that incredible? 7,500 liters of blood through 60,000 miles of blood vessels each day. Listen to this thought. A kitchen tap would need to be turned on all the way for at least 45 years to equal the amount of blood pumped by the heart in an average lifetime. Astounding. Every day the heart creates enough energy to drive a truck over 20 miles. In a lifetime, this equivalent to driving to the moon and back. Our hearts. Incredible. Because the heart has its own electrical impulse, it can continue to beat even when separated from the body. That's a bit gory, huh? As long as it has an adequate supply of oxygen. No one wants to see that take place. 
During an average lifetime, the heart will pump nearly 1.5 million barrels of blood, enough to fill 200 train tank cars. Our heart is an incredible gift that we have been blessed with. But as impressive as our hearts are, the Bible speaks a lot about another aspect of our hearts. It's called our, our spirit man or spirit woman. It's called the, 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 the heart of a person, the, the real you. In fact, the Bible speaks about the heart of a man or woman more than most other things. And I wanted to share with you this morning, in the, in the Scriptures, money's mentioned only 112 times. The word holy is mentioned in Scripture 526 times. Love's mentioned 687 times. Don't you love that? Forgiveness is mentioned 126 times, but listen to this this morning. But our heart, the heart within us, the real you and me, is mentioned over 743 times. The Bible has a lot to say, not so much about the physical heart, but the heart of a person, your spirit this morning. And we want to talk a little bit about that this morning because I believe there's a couple of principles to apply to our lives that will position us for all of the blessing that God has for us and more. Some of the words of Jesus about our hearts this morning. Listen to what he says in Luke chapter 6, verse 45. He says, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man or person out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Listen to this thought this morning. Everything that comes from the mouth comes out of our hearts our words our actions flow from the condition of our hearts people will speak and act out of what is in their hearts that's what Jesus was saying there and the thought this morning is this know what's in a person's heart then simply listen to their words if you have someone that's always worrying and always talking about what's, what possibly could happen and this is going to happen to me and that's going to happen to me guess what's in their heart fear fear has lodged itself in their heart because jesus said whatever is in our heart our words will speak according to what's in our hearts our hearts are very very important it's very very important for us to understand the importance of taking care of our hearts not just the walking the exercise and looking after the physical aspect of the heart but taking time to really understand the power of looking after the heart within us, the heart within each one of us. Because Jesus said, out of our mouths, whatever we speak will come from what's in our hearts. And you may well know people that speak a lot about never having enough or, or always speaking about money. What's in their heart? Potentially a heart of poverty or a heart of greed. Because whatever's in our hearts, we'll speak out of. Amen? Listen to what Jesus talk, taught about our hearts in Matthew chapter 15. I want to share it with you this morning because again... This morning is about the matters of the heart because I believe when we understand how important it is to care for our hearts, we'll position ourselves for all the breakthrough and the blessing that God has for us. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 15, Peter said, explain the parable to us. Jesus says, are you still so dull? <laughs> Bit of a downer. Jesus asked them, don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? Fair enough. But the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart, and these defile them. Not what comes in and goes out, 
but what's in our heart and what comes out of our mouth has the potential to defile us. But the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart and these defile them. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false uh, testimony, slander. These are what defile a person, but eating with unwashed hands do not defile them. I would like to propose today that there may well be things that we have allowed into our hearts that are affecting our lives in a negative way. Attitudes, resentments, hurts, all these things have the potential to block God's blessing because your heart may be blocked. You may have an attitude or something within your heart that potentially is holding back the blessing that God has. Amen. The rejections that we face, the hurts that we have to overcome, the disappointments, all of this stuff filters into our hearts. But God's intentions for us is that these things wouldn't stay in our hearts. Because these things have the potential to block our hearts, and blocked hearts equal blocked blessings. Blocked hearts potentially mean blocked blessings. And we can allow things to get into our hearts, and they have the potential to stop the blessing of God flowing through us this morning. And I want to share a few thoughts that I've learned this morning, because if we allow things in our hearts to get lodged in our hearts, they will affect our relationship with God, and it will affect our relationship with others. Amen. I wanted to share just three little things, um, um, three little thoughts this morning about disappointments, disillusionment, and discouragement, how those things can get into our heart and can really affect the way that we live and the way that we relate to God and the way that we relate to others. Amen. You've got to look after your heart. You've got to take care of your heart. Yes, exercise and all that stuff so important for the physical heart. But what about the heart of your spirit this morning? Are you looking after that? Are you, are you taking care of that? Just as you would your physical heart. Are you taking time to make sure that there's nothing lodged in your heart, an attitude, resentment, whatever it might be, because blocked heart will equate to a blocked blessing. Amen. You know, as a pastor, I've had um, disappointment try to lodge itself in my heart. Disappointment has been something that, that continually I need to try and overcome and have overcome. But I remember in January 2019, it was the first five months into the life of the church, and it was a Sunday morning, I believe it was the 4th of January, uh, 2 a.m., we got a phone call from, from one of the church members. Um, a, a beautiful person in our church had a massive brain aneurysm, and was on life support. Tragic, only in their early 50s. And uh, we did the journey of that during the day. I think it was around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. On that first Sunday of the year, the first Sunday of the year, um, the family decided to turn the life support machine off. I mean, talk about disillusioned. I mean, just absolutely, God, how, how can this happen? You know, as a pastor, I don't know how many times I've, 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 I've done a funeral and funerals are one of the most difficult things that we, we tend to do. Uh, but I don't know how many times we've done uh, a funeral and, and, and during the, the, the days leading up to it, sort of going, well, God, how could this happen? Too many people I've buried that, that, that I would have thought in the natural shouldn't, shouldn't have passed away. And after we prayed and believed God, they've passed away. And if I'm not careful as a pastor, I can allow disappointment to lodge itself in my heart. 
and then stop believing God. And the next person that's sick will go, oh, well, you know, it's just, I've seen all of these other train wrecks take place. Why keep believing? You allow disappointment to get into your heart, it will affect your ability to be able to believe God. And so as a, as a pastor, I've had to learn to overcome the, 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 the blockage of disappointment that tried to lodge itself in my heart. And I've had to remind myself that God is good he is always good and God is sovereign. Always remind myself that God is good. Even going through times of disappointment, you need to remind yourself that God is good and God is sovereign. Amen. But if not, you could allow disappointment to lodge in your heart. That'll affect you. That, that will hold you back from, from the blessing that God has. That, 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 that will limit your faith. Amen. Another thing that I've had to push out of my heart or, or, or push away from my life is a sense of being disillusioned. You know, people not acting like Christians. <laughs> Remember in 2010, in the early years of the church, it's surprising that I've got any, any hair. <laughs> when I think back, maybe one day we might write a bit of a, um, uh, an overview of the journey. The first five years in this church were just... They were great fun, weren't they, Dave and Wendy? That was crazy, man. But I remember, you know, in 2010 and 2009, we, we deal with, um, with, with this, this death. And in 2010, you know, here we are. We're, we're, um, um, we come from Newcastle and uh, love Shell Harbour and still love Shell Harbour today. Are we blessed to live here? Amen. Even, even those folk that might come from other parts of the Illawarra, um, it's just love this city it's amazing but I remember the time in 2010 you know we were all working together to do the best that we can but the church was um, in financial stress I probably think that's a pretty generous word to use um, every month we had to find anywhere between eight to ten thousand dollars just to pay the interest on the loan it's a fair bit of money and in 2010, we discovered that someone had been stealing from the tithes and the offerings. Shocking. I mean, talk about disillusioned. Disillusioned. God, why? You know, we're, we're doing this and, and all of that stuff, and yet someone within the ranks could do that? Disillusioned. But you know what? I learned that I had to remind myself that God is our provider. Rather than going through the disillusionment and allowing that to lodge in my heart and giving up and saying, oh God, it's all too hard, I had to remind myself that God is our provider. And you know what? Today, even today, God still continues to provide here. Hallelujah. But disillusionment, if it lodges in your heart, it'll stop you from believing God. Amen. You allow disappointment to lodge in there or disillusionment. Disil you know that word? <laughs> to lodge in your heart, it'll affect you. It'll affect you. And then what comes out of your mouth will be a result of what you've allowed to lodge in your heart. As a pastor, I've also understood what it means to have discouragement try and lodge itself in my heart. I remember back around, probably it was about 2012 and 2013, and, and um, you know, I'm smiling now, but uh, th at that time there was a, a small group of people that didn't like the vision and the direction of the church and 
decided behind, behind closed doors to go in a different direction and take a few people with them and go and do something else. And I'm not going into any, any, any details because I'm not going to incriminate anyone. Amen. Because we're all bigger than that. But I remember the time feeling so discouraged because these were people that we believed in. These were people that we gave a platform to. These were people that we, we, we released into the gifts of the God. And, and for, for probably for the second or third time in our ministry life, we, we knew what it felt like to be stabbed in the back. <laughs> it's not very nice. But that discouragement tried to get around my heart and my mind and, and, and really speak to me about, well, well, really, are you hearing from God? Is really this the vision? Or should we draw back from that? And, and discouragement can get on you and, and get in your heart. And that's why we're talking about the matters of the heart this morning. I want to share with you some words this morning, and we're just about ready to conclude. But the words from Solomon, the wisest man outside of Jesus to ever walk the planet. This is what he says to us this morning. Because I would expect that there may well be people that have allowed things to lodge in their hearts and it's affecting your life. Solomon's advice to us this morning in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 23, chapter 4, verse 23 in the NIV says this, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Did you hear the words of Jesus this morning? What he said about what's in our hearts? will flow out of our mouths, whatever's in our heart, our mouths will, it was, he says it right here, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it, above all else, above your exercise, above your money, above, above anything else that's going on in your world, Solomon said, above everything else in your world and your life, guard your heart, because out of it flows everything about your life and your future. Whew getting worn out <laughs> amen above all else guard your heart so if you don't guard your heart and you allow stuff in your heart stuff can get lodged in there and before you know it what's flowing out of your life is the exact opposite of what god would intend that's why Jesus spoke about how important it is that we take care of our hearts. That's why Solomon understood the power of it as well. We're not just talking about looking after your physical heart, which is so, so important that you do, but the Scripture teaches us that we must look after our hearts. Amen. Guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Everything about our lives, everything about our lives now is a result of what we've allowed into our hearts. Yeet. New King James Version says this. It says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issue of life. Above everything else, guard your heart. Why? What we allow into our hearts will define us. I'm just about done this morning. You all seem to be a bit serious. Maybe I haven't got enough jokes going in the message this morning. I hope this is helpful. It's, it's so important that we understand this because you could be here and, and, and going, well, God, why, why aren't I just receiving uh, more of that, that, that blessing that you promised me over my family? What? Well, it may well be he, he's saying, deal with what's in the heart here, son, daughter. Amen? Why? Because what we allow into our hearts will, will define us. Cain allowed envy into his heart and he murdered his brother. David allowed lust into his heart and he committed adultery. Listen to this one. 
Gideon dislodged fear from his heart and replaced it with faith and turned a whole nation back to God. Friends, <laughs> family, we get to choose what we allow into our hearts or what we dislodge out of our hearts. You get it this morning? So let, you, let me ask you this morning, how is your heart? Are there issues in your heart this morning that, that deep down you know are affecting your relationship with God? Are there things that you need to bring before God to say, well, God, I'm, I'm, just, I'm over this, I'm bringing it to you today. Do you need to forgive someone? Do you need to ask someone to forgive you? It's what gets lodged in our hearts that blocks the blessings from God. But the key to keeping a healthy heart, as we conclude this morning, Psalm 119. If I could just have the, the, uh, the pianist this morning, please. Thank you, Lisa. Hallelujah. Psalm 100 and chapter 119. Psalm 119. What's the key to keeping a healthy heart? Which says this, Thy word I have hid in my heart that I might, sin, might not sin against thee. Your word I have hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. A daily dose of God's word. The whole chapter speaks about the blessings of God as we put his word and his ways into our heart. Some of us wish, many of us probably wish we could just have like a USB dosage of God's word into our hearts. You know, little USB port there and there we go, we're right. But that won't happen. The way that we keep our hearts healthy and the way that we can help to identify the things that might be lodged in our heart is by intentionally putting God's word into our heart. You know, last year, we finished the year with 40 days of prayer, and we talked about the important habits that God wants us to develop. And I want to encourage us again today, the, the, the daily habit of reading God's Word, the daily habit of praying, the weekly habit of attending a small group are all things designed to keep our hearts healthy. But just like exercise is a choice, so this is a choice what we're speaking about this morning. And if we want to continue to attract the blessing of God, then I believe that we need to understand the importance of taking care of our hearts. Leave today and say, what do they speak about? Oh, I don't know. I haven't got the heart to tell you. <laughs> I hope you're receiving something this morning. This year is going to be a, a phenomenal year of breakthrough. It is. This is such a phenomenal local assembly. What, what a privilege it is to be a part of it. It really is. But let's just make sure. If there are things that we know that are lodged there, then bring them to God. And say, God, I don't want to deal with that attitude anymore. Or I don't want to deal with that resentment anymore, or that disillusionment, or that 
discouragement. Amen? I want my heart to be open to you, to all that you have for me. Hallelujah. Um, I just, I've got two or three minutes. I just, I just had that word baptized this morning, just in the worship, and I just don't want to um, over uh, prolong this, but just if there are people here this morning, Number one, you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit. I would love to lead you in a prayer for baptism this morning. Amen? And all you need to do is ask. Luke chapter 11, Jesus just said, you just need to ask to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And there may well be people here that need a sense of a need for refreshing in the Holy Spirit. Well, I'd love to pray for you this morning as well. And just believe God today, just for a fresh outpouring I, I sense that as i speak it this morning i sense his spirit i sense a moving of the holy spirit here amen so what we'll do in a minute i'll get everyone to stand to their feet for those that would love to be prayed for i'll get you to come and you can just line up here and lisa will keep praying and then we'll just have some time to pray and then we'll release everybody else and um please um, we've got some amazing coffee out there um that's available the egg and bacon um, rolls at the youth. Remember, all that we spend out there today is going towards getting youth to camp. So that's a good deal. Good investment. Amen. So please hang around for a few minutes. The coffee is amazing. I had it um, last Tuesday week ago. It would be one of the best coffees that I've tried. And I'm not saying that because you're here. It was amazing. I loved it. It was awesome. My mouth's getting all just talking about it. But I'd love to pray for you this morning. And this morning here, if you're not baptized, you'd like to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. That's one of the things that, one of our values, the baptismo of the Holy Spirit. We'd love to pray for you. But if you're here today and you just want, God, I just want a bit of, ref just feel like I need to be refreshed, then we'll pray for you as well. Hallelujah. So why don't we all stand to our feet like a great family that we are. We uh, will release you now. If you would love some prayer, come. Come now. Come now if you'd like some prayer. I'd love to pray with you. Uh, but for everybody else this morning, we're going to release you. Go and, go and make some food. Go buy some food. Get some coffee and tea. Have a great time of fellowship. We'll see you tonight. It's going to be an amazing series that Steve Shaw will be sharing tonight. And we so look forward to that. Amen. God bless you. If you want some prayer, come. Come and have some prayer.